In today's episode, we're speaking to Stephen Summers once again. He is a CEO and co-founder of Marketplace Superheroes, an eight-figure online education and service platform that teaches people how to build a five to seven-figure business selling simple everyday items globally on Amazon. Over the last seven years, Stephen and his business partner, Robert, have grown their company from a single online program to award-winning businesses with a team of 100 coaches, sports staff and service providers and close to 10,000 members. Stephen and Robert also run their own eight-figure Amazon business and have sold well over $20 million worth of physical products globally. In today's episode, we're speaking to Stephen about how to transition from from a job into entrepreneurship. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And guess what? We have the amazing Stephen Summers once again. Welcome, Stephen. Hello, Gul. Great to be here. Thanks for having me on again. I must have done something right the first time. Oh, we had such a pleasure talking to you last time and your Friday feature was a blast. Everyone appreciated your story quite a lot. You had so much to you know talk about. But I think the more reason for, for you know inviting you back to the money talkie segment is specifically to pick your brains at running a very successful business. So Stephen and I are going to be talking about how to transition from job to running a successful business. A lot of people listening to this podcast are either transitioning from their corporate jobs into entrepreneurship or already have done so. And if they've done so, they may be struggling with running a successful business because a lot of people do set up a business, but making a success is a complete different journey so that's what we're going to be talking about today so in just 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 to give a quick recap and we've we've heard the intro but once again in your own words Stephen tell us what it is that you do yeah well we do a lot of things now we run multiple companies but we're best known for uh, teaching people how to build their own business selling their own brand of products on Amazon and uh, that's what we're we're known for however uh, we've built many many businesses over the years Obviously, we have an education coaching business in that. We obviously still sell on Amazon with a number of different partners. But but on from there, we built a freight company from complete scratch. Uh, we operate in multiple countries now. We're going to ship about eight million different uh, eight million units this year wow. uh, from China to multiple countries. We run legal services. We run accounting services. We run all kinds of, of little sub businesses within our network of companies that we operate in. So I suppose I'm in a a good position to talk about building a successful business because I've been doing this now all in 11 years Mm -hmm. uh, in total. And I mean, I was not a success overnight. It took me quite a number of years to build up the different businesses myself and my business partner, Robert, have built. And I've learned so many things along the way. And I started out like a lot of people listening today. Like I, I worked in a job. I was a, I was a data processor. So likely I worked in a worse job than you listening today, uh, and that just shows you—you you know, you can do it. And uh, there's a path, and we can certainly talk about some of the changes that you today listening have the opportunity to make in order to build a successful business. Mm, okay, fabulous. And this is why I think today's episode is so so important for a lot of people listening. So let's start from the beginning. What is the first step? So, assuming that someone's transitioning 
and they've they've left either they left the corporate job or they are still doing it and they're building this on part time. What's the first step to you know to lay the foundations of running a successful business? So I think there's a couple of different types of people in the world. Well, there's many types of different people in the world, but certainly when it comes to starting a business, you have, broadly speaking, I think people who have an expertise in a particular area. So uh, I know with yourself, you've got expertise in certain areas. And when you build your business, you focus on those areas. And that's great. And some people have that. Maybe you can even take your current job and become a consultant doing the same thing as more of a freelance situation. Some people do that. Uh, But I think there's another group of people that I was in, which is like, I had no experience in business. I wanted to be financially successful. I had no clue how to do it. And so it's like, well, what does that person do? And I think that actually covers potentially even more people. And we'll certainly talk about the two different categories because I know how to do it in both now. Uh, but for me specifically, my biggest belief is this. If you can go and find a pre-proven process or process, depending on how you say that, I believe that's the single best shortcut to transitioning successfully. Because what happens is, uh, and I can only speak for myself, but I've also seen it with a number of our clients that have come through my various businesses. We have this thing of like, if I don't come up with an idea that's a game-changing, revolutionary, like I'm useless, I'm no good. And I think that comes from the fact that maybe a lot of us watch Dragon's Den and likes the UK and Ireland, in the US, Shark Tank shows like that. And there's way too much emphasis, in my opinion, put on the idea, quote yes. unquote. Yes. Right? So the idea is what it's all about. And I'll tell you, I worked in that data processing job. and It's embarrassing now, but I used to type in like random ideas for businesses that have never been done before. And if I found like another result on Google, I'd be like, oh, there's another good idea gone. Someone's mm. already doing that. Mm. I think people who are like, yeah, come, like, say, you might say the type of business you're moving into and someone will say what? They'll say, oh, um, is anybody doing that? So for me, anyway, whenever I was looking at all this, I, I thought that was the thing. It was all about the idea. If it wasn't game yeah. changing, I couldn't be successful, like I mentioned, mm-hmm. right? It has so, to be the yeah. one idea. I remember, I remember this has been the case with a lot of people. Like you just need one idea, one idea. And yeah. the idea that you can just copy and paste somebody else's success and do something, um, you know, repeatedly, like what they've done, like follow a recipe, don't make it from scratch, like, you know, pick someone else's cake recipe and make it yourself, obviously with some tweaks, maybe. It, that is like, oh, we can't possibly do that. It doesn't work. It may work for them. It may not work for you. Mm-hmm. So you have to find your own individual idea, which is really stupid. But most yeah. people have bought, have bought into this uh, ideology. Yeah. And it's like, you know, if you're talking about your business idea, someone will say, oh, well, there's other people doing that, right? Mm. It's like, well, well, yeah, that's like, that's a good thing. But that's a validation that it's working. Correct, correct. Whereas again, when you're an amateur at this, that's that's people don't understand that. Mm. So again, coming back to the, the pre-proven idea, like we we're saying, then if you can find even something very simple that's working for somebody else, somebody, you learn that from somebody else, go and execute on that thing. And what will happen is, you will get real world practical experience just by getting in and doing something. Mm-hmm. And the nice thing is because somebody's already thought it out for you, you can follow along and get a result. Now, in some cases, that could be a huge result. I mean, I, I'll tell you, just recently, I, I, I've i been interested in cryptocurrencies for a while mm-hmm. and learning about them and everything. And one guy showed me his strategy for how he trades. 
Mm-hmm. I now do it and it instantly worked for me. And I had no knowledge previously. Mm-hmm. So again, I'm not looking to sell cryptos or anything like that. I'm just saying this is a really powerful way to get in. Yeah, into it. it's about getting mentors and helping you along the way, right? Yeah, and just following and following the process. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the first thing that you listening today, you will get your give yourself a massive advantage. And people like Google and others are are offering that, and myself included. And sometimes mm-hmm. I think people look at that type of thing and say, "Well, what if they're so good? Why would they teach it?" Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, like I mean, in order to, for any of us to learn anything, somebody has to be prepared to take other people's response, other people's problems, and take responsibility yeah. for other people's problems. And yeah, sure enough, when people teach things, it's a business but also it will enrich you as well. So yeah. that's my first thing. And uh, and I think on the other side, for people who already have knowledge, the critical, critical thing that I took me years of my life to learn is when you focus on your personal strengths, everything else becomes easier mm. and, and you'll become more successful. Because for me, I got my start with an Amazon business. Now, Uh, I still do it to this day. I still teach it to this day. It's an awesome business. But I've learned over the years, like I was good at that, but I'm actually way better at the things that I do now. I'm way better teaching, communicating. Not that I'm, you know, no good at that at Amazon anymore. I'm just saying like, I am better at those things. And so I've also found that to be the case. But We've run, we run freight companies, we run everything. So it's not like we just teach mm-hmm. the thing anymore. But I think that's the point. It's like, you got to find what are your strengths? What are you really good at? Because let's say, for example, someone's like myself, you're good at communicating with people. You're, you're good at uh, breaking complicated things down, making them simpler or whatever. Well, the worst thing for you to do is get into a situation where you're not involved with people, where you're, you're not communicating, where you're not sharing those things because you're not going to love that type of a business. So, so what are we saying here? Pre-proven process, focus on your strengths. They're the two key components that will make people infinitely more successful if they choose to focus on them. Hmm. Okay. So that's, I completely agree with that. And I think when I was, when I was first starting my personal development journey, this is something that I learned from Tony Robbins way back in about 20 or so years ago, which is about mentorship. And that's exactly what you're talking about. So yes, you can take someone else's proven business, but it basically is mentorship. You're asking somebody else to mentor you to, to create in your life what they've already created in theirs. And that's pretty much when you refer to the crypto person, that person's already training, they've got the experience and what they've done is come and teach you their experience, their, their strategies. And it sort of makes the learning curve, you know, cut by 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 a tenth rather than you know taking ten years to get there. You get there in a year. So this is this is a proven methodology anyway. So the first thing is keep changing your mindset around. I think a lot of people are willing to invest thousands and thousands in conventional education of going to university, getting the law degree, getting the word of because I did a law degree, and all the different degrees, MBAs and whatnot. And those give you practical you know um, not practical they give you the academic uh, credentials and you have those letters behind your names but they don't give you practical knowledge of how to run a successful business no mba can teach you how to run a successful business no matter what kind of mba is what kind of person is teaching it unless they give you practical hands-on ex- uh, um, um, examples of okay do this in this scenario do this in this business and yeah. every business is different so mba in general i think is redundant because you learn to run a business but every business is different so how do you manage it um and to do the the accounting parts but then you get an accountant for it those are things that somebody else can take care of but the actual day-to-day running of a business is so much bigger than just having a knowledge of how to run a business does it make sense because entrepreneurship yeah. 
give, it requires, and I know this from firsthand, it really requires you to develop thick skin and be able to deal with the times when things don't work out. And you're, that's what's going, well, that's one thing, I think mentally prepared. We've discussed the thing on your, on your Friday feature. Be mentally prepared for things to screw up, <laughs> things to go yeah. belly up, because they're going to happen. If you think it's going to be yeah. smooth sailing, you are in the wrong business. Things are going to go yeah. wrong. You're going to hire the wrong people. You're going to you're going to get into the wrong partnerships or things out of the blue. Or, you know, like your marketing strategy, or whatever. It's working one day, it stops working, right? So whatever. Yeah, especially with Facebook. Like I've, I, so my thing was I've, I've been very lucky in touch with with people, but I did hire the wrong agency, which got me you know which got my my account blocked on Facebook. Um, we literally within two weeks, and all my leads stopped. Like. I was doing really, really well by myself. And then I hired this agency, paid them tons of money to get my account blocked. And then it was just closed. Wow. Facebook just wouldn't touch me. <laughs> I don't know why. It took me six months to be able to get an accounting with them again. But it's, it's building that up again. Plus, yeah. so, so this can happen out of the blue without you doing anything wrong. And But if you don't have the mindset, yeah. oh, exactly. six, what do I do next? And how can I come out of it? You're going to be stuck. Yeah, and I think underneath what you're saying, Guler, as well, uh, is is really, really important, which is basically everything you've described can only happen when you're doing well, when you're executing, yeah. when you're actually doing something. Because, yeah. you know, yeah, like there's, I bet there's lots of people who would love to have the business you have and talked about doing Facebook ads and all these things that were going to happen. And of course, they never did anything. So they yeah. can't actually, well... They get to avoid experiencing the difficulties, but also they actually avoid uh, experiencing the success too. And I mean, look, look uh, at this point in time, I say this not to sound wonderful. I'm a, just a normal weird guy from Ireland. I am not anything special. So just want to say this before I say the next part. But look, my business, right? Our business, Robert, my business and the whole network we have, that's an eight figure yearly company, right? Which is whatever, who cares? Here's the point. Even when I've been learning this uh, crypto stuff of late, uh, I managed to delete uh, the entire API integration from my exchange to the tool that I'm using to trade Krypton, right? What did that mean? I had to sell everything and I had to restart. Now, I didn't lose any money because thankfully all my, my stuff was up, but I had to literally restart. And this is a guy who's successful in business. Mm-hmm. Now, thankfully, I've been able to rebuild it really quickly because I know what I'm doing. But the point is like, I make dumb mistakes even today. And so- you're going to make mistakes. Yeah. You're going to do things incorrectly. But here's the thing. When you become somebody, and this is the big change, you go from consuming information all the time to producing and acting on that information. I am going to guarantee you, your life's going to change immediately. And so mm-hmm. if you're looking to transition right now from job to that, look, at some level, you would need to spend some of your day executing on your business, right? Of course. And and, and that that's how it is. And I often tell people, look, I might have said it on the previous uh, feature. I'm not sure. I'll just mention it again briefly, though, because it's important. Mm-hmm. If you've got 100% of your time, a lot of people will go 80% of the time consuming, 20% producing. Yeah. You've got to flip that equation. Mm-hmm. Flip, flip, flip. So so anyway, I, I think that's that's the next thing, really. You've mentioned it a couple of times. Mindset. I, I say mentality. Mm-hmm. Same same word. Same thing. And and there are some changes that you've got to make. I mean, the first change as well is I see with people is they hold on to resources really tightly, right? Mm. Money, et cetera. But here's the thing. If you're a person, and I was this type of person who has a bit of a scarcity mentality right now, and it's not hard because we've gone through the last year of a pandemic and 
people around you are probably telling you it's not possible to be successful and all of that. And that's easy to build in the scarcity. It can be difficult then to start thinking about, I'm going to take money invested in my business and go and be successful. But here's the thing. You've got to do that. Like mm. you've got to put money in in order to multiply it. And I often think of the example is very useful of like a downhill skier. All right. So in order for them to go down to the end of the hill and I don't know, go up on the ramp, I, I, I'm not an expert in downhill skiing, uh, but to go up on the ramp and fly up into the air and do whatever they do, they have to go downwards first and have to get downward momentum as well. And it's the same in business, like in order to be successful and get the upward swing, more money in your bank, more time, all those things, you have to take a downward movement first. Mm. And that can be hard for some people because they're holding on tightly to their money. I've got a few things to tell you about that. Number one, and this is kind of a scary thing. Uh, our currency is just in every country is just devaluing literally by the all day. the time, all the time. Yeah, they're printing right. money at the moment. Yeah, well, they're trying to say inflation is running at you know two percent, three percent, whatever, one point seven percent. Inflation is running at like twenty percent, twenty four percent. And then some people will say, "How can that be possible?" I'm not going to get into the, all the economics behind it, but the reality is, if you look around you right now at the things that you would want to buy, look at the prices of those things. You know, even we've seen over the last year things like timber like over doubled in price, sometimes even trebled in price because of certain factors in the world. Does that mean we all be terrified and run into a bunker and curl up and whatever? No, but what it does mean is that if you're holding on to money in like a traditional savings account, I'm you're losing money all day, every single day. Yeah, right? it's crazy, isn't it? But 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 that's what we've been all told because. We've been told this since we're kids, save, save, save. And I, I had the same thing. I remember when I was in my earlier 20s, I'm 34 now, I'm in my early 20s. And I remember saying to myself, how can I make an extra 10 grand this year? I, then I was like, well, I could just like stop eating out. I could like stop having my coffees. And uh, and so what I, what I learned after doing that useless exercise is you can't slash your way to wealth. You can't like, no. you can't do that. So there's two types of people in the world. There's multipliers or diminishers. And you've got to ask yourself, what am I? Am I currently a multiplier or a diminisher? And if you're holding on to money, especially when, when you're looking at starting a business, you're you're acting as a diminisher. And mm. diminishers get what? Diminishing returns. So so I agree with you. A massive amount of changes are needed. Uh, let me ask you, Google, if you don't mind, what yeah. would you say was the biggest mental shift you had to make when you started building your own business? So that's a great question. For me, it was delegation. I Because I've, I'm such a, I, well, not so much now, I've worked on myself in so many ways. One of them was giving away the, in the certain tasks and allowing my team to do it correctly by themselves, giving people autonomy. So I wanted, before this, I had to make sure I was the one looking at the emails. I was the one looking at the funnels. Recently, I've just given the whole funnel thing off to somebody else and I do do deal with it. And they've created it, they've got a copy and everything else. And I'm just giving feedback. But I be, I want to be a part of the process. So one of my biggest learning curves, and I'm still learning, by the way, on those uh, on those aspects, is, is to bringing in the right team members and delegating tasks and then becoming a leader rather than a boss. And sort of micromanaging, I don't like micromanaging at all, but I was doing it. And now actually allowing people to give me the results. And if I'm not happy, then talking about it. That's been one of my biggest ones. Yeah, and I'm still learning. I'm still learning oh, to give, yeah. and I think I think and also realizing where my my talents are. I, I 
funnily enough, I hate marketing, but I seem to be the best one at it. So all the people, companies I've hired, everything I've done, I seem to be the one who actually understands the concepts really, really well. I don't know why, but I just do. So when I when I, when I do the marketing for myself, I get amazing results. And I think I'm a novice, I'm a newbie. You guys can do better. And that's why I keep going hiring these expensive, really expensive companies. Like the last company who, who messed up my Facebook account were bloody expensive, right? A monthly, they had the monthly thing, which was huge, not in regular $1,500. It was, a, it was a huge amount. And then on top of that, the ads, and then the percentage of the ads and blah, blah, blah. Yet they messed up my account within a couple of weeks. It was gone. I'm thinking, what the hell happened there? Whereas yeah. I've been running my account successfully and <laughs> and I got, I, I was getting, they looked at my results and I think they were trying to match out to my results, which was difficult, by the way. So I found that I turned, my results are not normal. They, they're quite good and very unique. And I was scratching my head thinking, isn't that normal? So actually knowing where your talents are, I don't like marketing, yet I think I'm a natural ta- marketer. So I I, I think maybe I talk from the heart or whatever, and that reflects in my in my copy and whatever. It's knowing where your talents are and hiring ta- people for where your weaknesses are. I think that's that's something which again Delegation. you have to work on. Delegation well, on the right on the right path. So I've I've yeah. decided to keep marketing in house because one, I seem to be un- unknowingly good at it, and secondly, I found that when marketing's out of ha- out of uh, uh, out of it's not in house out you know external. You mm. are really dependent on other people for bringing. Yeah, in. I that's, agree. That's 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 um that's literally your you know your your way to suicide on your on your in your business as I found. So this yeah, is the no, lesson I, I the hard way. Yeah, I mean, I one thing is for sure. I that's the one thing we always keep in house is the marketing. And you're right for for that reason. I think for those of you listening today, listening to that though, I mean, you can take a lot away from that actually because some people might be thinking, I don't have a team, right? Well, you know, it doesn't matter because delegation, like Gil's just talking about, is a critical skill to learn because again, you're starting out. Let's say you're working somewhere, so you don't have the your full time yet to work in your business. So in order for you to get to where you want to be. Just like we talked about, you have to get used to outsourcing certain things yep. to people in order, just so you can move forward. And again, I think that's connected to my previous point of money. Yet again, people think to themselves, well, hold on a second. But if I outsource this, I have to pay for that. And it's like, yes, but look at what you're actually doing. You're yep. purchasing somebody else's time yep. so that you don't have to actually do it. And, yep. and that as a powerful concept is 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 actually it's huge because in my company now we've 85 people working for us i think at this point in time in all the different uh, businesses we have uh, but think about that it's 85 people's time that we're purchasing on a week so then it's 85 let's say it's 30 hours or whatever so 80 by 30 let's say whatever it is it's it's thousands of hours of, yeah. of time that like whereas if i was to try to do it myself i can't do 2000 no, no. hours a week it's impossible yeah. so so and you'll find actually a lot of the things you may want to outsource when starting out building a website or mm-hmm. whatever things like that that are very simple are things you can outsource for a very very small amount of money but anyway yeah. let's come back to other other things that i i, I just uh, want to add to that i think a lot of people yeah. think and i want because uh, this is the concept that i i i sort of talk about to myself and when i'm talking to, when i'm teaching this is one thing i teach people as well it's actually valuing your time and sometimes when you think well i can't afford to do this i think a lot of the times you can't afford not to do it so you know, when it comes to, you know, in this, by the way, this also means in your personal life too. So if you have a job and you're building a business, you cannot do that and look after them. Now I'm doing it from a female perspective, but this is true for modern man as well, because they have kids, but the, the responsibility for children is shared between both partners. So if you have kids and you have, and by the way, kids, 
you're going to have a messy home. You're, you don't get a choice in the buddy matter. That's just kids. And if they don't have a messy home, there's something wrong with the kids, right? The kids need to be able to you know, have fun and whatever else. So they're going to make a mess. So if you are a clean freak like I am, you can either spend the 20 hours cleaning that damn house or you hire an amazing lady who comes in and is happy to clean your home. And you can use that 20 hours to do your work. So it's not just in professionally, you have to delegate a lot of the things in your personal life as well to spare up your time, to, yeah. to spend that time either playing with your kids' quality time or on your business um, if you're not at work or if you have. And a lot of people, by the way, so a lot of corporate people who've transitioned onto, onto the business, they take the corporate mentality. So they spend the 80 hours at work, they spend the 80 hours on the business. Not yeah. realizing if they delegate more time, they can free up their time. The reason why they wanted to have the business rather than job, free up their time to spend it on you know the, the kind of the good quality work that they can do. Yeah. Spend some of the time with their children, have some time off to build up their creativity, and also you know delegate tasks, the mundane tasks like cleaning. For me, by the way, cleaning and you know gardening and all of that stuff i like to have a nice garden so we've got a garden i'd like to have all of the stuff that can be delegated at a very reasonable price and keeping your time to yourself keeping your sanity and allows you to build a business this is the only way to grow i can't imagine if i'm still cleaning and doing my gardening and my window cleaning rubbish right because i'm living i've become now buddy I'll, I'll be doing that all the time i wouldn't have any time for my business forgetting what yes. else there's people, but that I, you make a great point. And it is, I think as well, people will say valuing, value your time, like you just said, and mm. you're right. But people don't always live it. You're living it, right? Yeah. You're, you're outsourcing things, as do I. Uh, but I think for those of you listening today, again, I think it's like, no matter what level you're at, like yeah, you might be listening to us, all these people are successful business owners, but you right now have the same opportunity in a different way. Right, you may not have the 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 want or the capital to do exactly what we're talking about, but you definitely will do it at some level. And I think again, really think about it. You know, whatever age you are listening today, I'm 34. You know, I'm not old, but equally, I'm not 20 anymore. I've got I've got a little two and a half year old at home with my my wife, and you know that does. You've got kids as well, and and that changes your perspective because you start to realize something. It's like, and then this is uh, whatever, but I, I think it's important. I'm not going to be around forever, right? I'm exactly. not going to. So if I'm spending or if you're spending your time doing something you don't want to do, including a job, whereas you're trying to get to build your business, that's something that can really motivate you, but also scare you a little bit in a positive sense, I think, because it's mm-hmm. like, well, God, like, I don't want to be doing this forever, number one, or mm-hmm. number two, even when you're in your business and operating, uh, delegating then, again, like we talked about, is critical because if not, you can be as busy as you want when you run your own thing. You just can't. Yeah. You can work literally 24 hours a day if you want, although you'll die quickly. But you could, right? Because there's always something that can be done. So, yeah, I think it's like understanding our mortality, mm-hmm. I believe, is a big motivator as well in that regard. Um, and it's a, it's a motivator for you on the days whenever you're, you know that you've got things you can do for your business, but you feel tired. Mm-hmm. And kids may be running around and it's a bit messy or whatever. And and that that's there's no challenge like that's a challenge there is no doubt and maybe when the kids go to bed you're still tired because they've been running your ragged all day I mean again I'm experiencing that at a level I only have one child and my wife is amazing uh, but I do my fair share but she is amazing uh, and and some days you know you have to just say to yourself well what do I want do I want to keep doing this cycle forever or am I going to make a change mm. and let that be the motivator. 
I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. And I will also say in the early days of growing your company, you're going to do things that don't scale. You're going to do things that you will never do in a million years when you're a more successful business owner, but you may have no choice. Like I can tell you when I first started Marketplace Superheroes, right? Had no following, not one person on an email list, had absolutely nothing myself and Robert. And I'll tell you, I I remember I used to get on the phone to sell the first version of our course it was 500 pounds or dollars, whatever. And I did it over the phone for the first 100 people, maybe, and maybe even more, but I would say the first 100 people for sure. So that was hard. Took a lot of time. Mm-hmm. I was saying the same thing over and over again, whatever. But at the same time, like that was part of what was required in order to get that business up, up and operational. And even now, like running all these businesses, you know, there's new things we want to do. Like uh, there's a new project, Side Hustle Heroes, we've wanted to do for some time. Lots of different skills we can teach in that area. But again, like it's like when you're starting something new, no matter what level you're at, yeah, there's a lot of effort involved. And just be ready for that. But know something. When you front load the effort, in other words, you do work up front. It's going to benefit you for a long time. Yeah, it pays on dividends. It, the dividends just get paid again and again and again. Yeah. And they, and then they actually grow over time. And let's you know you're the same thing. It's, it's the, the the returns are are growing over a period of time. So that's where you reap yeah. the benefits, don't you? Over over, over a number of years. Yeah, you're right. You're right, though, because again, you know, you create uh, courses and training, as do I. You do other things. I do other things as well. Uh, but just to say, like, I mean, think about the leverage in that. Like, you know, you create a program. Uh, let's say it takes you two months to create the program or whatever, right? Just to give mm-hmm. some simple figures on it. Uh, even if it's six months, right? It doesn't matter if it's two or six, but then let's say you continue to sell that program for two years, mm-hmm. like put in six months, but you got two years out of that material. And that's against saying, well, I'm not going to put in the time to create a program. Instead, I'm going to work with people one-on-one. And we all know working one-on-one is is, is excellent. It's a great concept. It's too but- tiring. And it's, it is, there's, a, it, oh, there's a limit dude. of amount of work you can do. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. It's leveraging, leveraging time that way. Okay. So what's yeah. the next, so what would be the next step, Stephen? So, okay. So what would, what, what's the next step that one one needs to think about or, or not do? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, again, depending on where you're at, um, it does depend. I think if you are in a situation where, let's say you have an understanding of an industry. So I'll try to take a practical example just to make it kind of kind of simple. It's not going to be perfect, but I'll just take this one. So again, you take myself. I started out uh, as an Amazon seller. I just sold stuff on the platform for many years mm-hmm. with Robert, my business partner. We never taught anything. I was an Amazon seller selling on the platform. And then I saw an opportunity where, hold on a second, there's people want to learn how to sell on this platform. So I had knowledge of a specific industry. That's a really good thing. What's the next thing that you or I've got to do? We've got to start to look for, well, where are these people already located on the internet? Are there groups that they're in? Are there particular websites that they're Mm -hmm. located in? Back in the day, it was forums. Nowadays, like Facebook groups, LinkedIn groups, things like that. 
even just platforms. Mm-hmm. So for example, again, and if we take a different example, let's say I want to help um, course creators learn how to uh, 10 times their sales. So again, it's like, well, where are the course creators? Where do mm-hmm. they hang out? Well, oh, there's, oh, I see they're a course creator on LinkedIn. Oh, they got a podcast. I wonder, do they have a, do they have a course? So in other words, you, you've really got to look at a group of people. That's the key. And then just ask yourself the question, like, what problems do they have? And while that is marketing 101, right? It's actually how you do it. And I used to think, mm-hmm. oh yeah, whatever. It's the same advice everybody says. But actually that's, that is the answer. I mean, you take our freight business, the only reason that exists is because we know it is. it was very difficult to import a product from China to any country, the UK, US, whatever. It was very difficult to do that if you were shipping in a small number of goods. So again, that was an opportunity. It's like, well, okay, we can create a service whereby we put on our own containers, we put everybody else's stuff into the one container, and off we go. What do we need in order to make that work? We need a group of people with a common problem. Hmm. You are in the exact same situation. So it's not really about you, but but knowledge is important of an industry, yeah. in my opinion. Because like if you don't it but before I got into selling on Amazon and stuff, I had no industry knowledge because I was working for the government, data processing. Hmm. And that's the tricky thing. If you're in that situation and you've no specific industry knowledge, it's very difficult to come up with a good idea, actually, because you're in this place where you don't really know anything. Like I didn't know anything. Hmm. So again, I think that's a really practical thing you can do is look at what are industries that you have knowledge about or industries you would like to have knowledge in. I think from there, once you identify the group of people, for me, look, I really think mentorship is the way forward. And not just because that's part of my business. Uh, I still do it to this day. I paid Jay mm-hmm. Abraham $25,000 this year to sit down and talk to him just because mm-hmm. I needed some answers. I still do it to this day. I'm mm-hmm. not saying it's going to cost you that for a couple hours of your time, uh, someone's time, but I'm just telling you like that's a real good shortcut. But anyway, mm-hmm. when you identify that group of people and identify that problem, then it's just a case of well, what's the solution? Hmm. And so either you've got a solution or you create a solution, you source a solution. And it really is just. Yeah, you can be an affiliate for someone. You can find somebody else who just created a solution and just put the two together and become an affiliate. Well, I'll tell you that the cryptocurrency thing I talked about, uh, I promoted this program that I learned how to do the thing on. We did 1.1 million in sales in a few days, Mm -hmm. uh, which, you know, is great for us or whatever. But, you know, here's the thing what's behind that? People wanted to learn how to do this. Mm-hmm. We showed our results. Fantastic. But the bigger thing is this. I've been building this audience for six years now. It didn't happen overnight. Like, And I'm able to identify different problems this group of people have because I know them really, really well. Mm-hmm. For you right now listening, it doesn't matter if you don't have a following. Mm-hmm. It's a case of where are their groups of people? And, and they're everywhere. I'll give you another really practical example that I think is useful. So we have a side hustle. Uh, that we've talked, we teach called podcast agent. Mm-hmm. And it's really simple. You go out and find people who want to get booked on podcasts, right? Mm-hmm. And you identify podcasts they can get booked on and you get them booked on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Really not difficult. And you can charge them for a month and you can get them on the number of shows per, per show, whatever. Again, I'm not trying to sell anybody on becoming a podcast agent, but the point is like, that's a problem. So yeah. experts want to share their message. Here I am sharing my message on your podcast, Google. Mm-hmm. And thank you very much for having me. Uh, but 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 like I want to be here because again, it's a very it's a great way to get the word out about what you have. Yeah. Experts have that problem. 
What other problems do experts have? Look, you were even just saying you went out to an agency to try to improve your results with your Facebook advertising. Mm-hmm. You, you've, you, you're, you're actively looking for solutions now. Mm-hmm. Just so happens you're better than all these losers. But at the same time, <laughs> I think for a lot of people listening, it's understanding everybody has problems. Mm-hmm. And so other people's problems are actually your biggest opportunity. And when Agreed. you really understand that, it's huge. Agreed. I think the only way, as I say, the only way to make money the right way, because there's loads of different wrong ways to make money, but the right way, there's only two ways to make money. You can either, you can provide, well, you're, you're, you're always providing a solution to someone's problems and you provide the solution either through your products or your services. That's it. That's the only thing you can do. There's no other way to make money. And, you know, the apart from actually trading, trading is something else. But again, with trading, you are buying and selling. So you're, you're buying into yeah. something or you're selling something. So again, yeah. It's, that's, it's still something, but whereas it, 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 I think that's not as clear cut as generally when you are making money apart outside of trading, it's solutions either through your products or through your services. There's no third yeah. way around it. And when mm-hmm. people get that concept in their head that, okay, so what does business generally mean? Business really is providing solutions to other people's problems. And sometimes those solutions we don't reach, we don't even know we have. Um, you know, yeah. so for example, this new thing comes out and I'm not e-commerce, so I can use this example. You know, this new solution of cleaning the, by the way, I'm a bit of a clean freak. So I like things really clean. So I do pay attention to the new things that come out. And this this new non-abrasive um, spray that cleans, uh, you know, lime scales and everything else. Yeah. Now, I don't know that, I, I know I have a problem. I don't know that solution exists. So this, they, through their marketing, they make me aware that, you look, you've got lime scale hair and this can be removed through this spray and it only takes like two seconds and it does here and it works here and it works on car alloys and other other rubbish. And I'm not saying because I saw this advertising reasons <laughs> and that's what's come to my mind. I know I didn't really, really know I had a problem that my alloys may have be may have you know scale or whatever thing whatever yeah. on there. They just made me aware of my problem and it also gave me a solution to it. Now I may if I'm that motivated I may go ahead and purchase it. I may not. I may just leave it for a couple of you know a couple of more times until I've seen a bit more and a bit more you know like oh I really do want to pull my purse and buy the damn thing. Yeah. But the point is, you sometimes have to tell people that there is a problem, or if there are there is a problem that they're aware of. There is a solution for it, and you have the solution. That's all you're doing through marketing. And every business is just providing a solution to people. The more solutions you provide to people, the more money you make. And this is why Zig Ziglar's comment was you can, if you can give everybody what they want, you can have everything you want. I'm so paraphrasing what exactly we said. Yeah. Zig Ziglar is a great quote. Yeah. I love him. He, you know, may he rest in peace now. But he this teaching was this it hit me quite hard when I was younger. That's all you're doing through your business ideas or whatever business you're providing. You're providing what other people want. And through giving what other people want, you are getting everything you want because you're remunerated for it. Well, here's the lovely thing about that. And and this is the key as well, right? The answers are already out there, right? So again, like, I mean, you take your lime scale example. Some people might take away from that. Oh, that's a new invention. So I have to do that. Well, no, but it's a great example. But don't think, don't take that away from that. Mm -hmm. What you take away from that is the problem solution Mm -hmm. piece of that. I think as well, though, you can just like do what other people are doing, but do it better, right? Because uh, I'll tell you something. The uh, it really isn't. Uh, my business partner Robert has a famous uh, little quote. He says the competition is weak, and every time he says it, like I just think it gets truer by the day. And what oh, am I saying? Well, yeah. yeah, look around you, like what other people are doing. You could just literally do the same thing, but identify. Okay, 
how can I do this better? And if you look at books like the E-Myth, which is one of my favorite business books, that really makes the argument that the business idea isn't actually that important. What's important is how the business fulfills upon the problem that's yeah. there. So when you think executed, that, yeah, exactly. And that's it. Like, I mean, you look at anything right now. I mean, you, you were talking about clean and stuff. I get ads for men's grooming products all the time. So mm. it could be anything from Dollar Shave Club or in the States to whatever beard stuff, whatever it is. But if you look at it like a Dollar Shave Club, then what happened? A guy came out with Dollar Beard Club. Mm. Okay. He literally just said, oh, well, let's just focus on beards, do the, pretty much the exact same mm. thing. And if you look at the beard industry, which again, I looked at for a while and my wife told me, shave that off. It's, it's <laughs> too annoying. So that was that. My beard days were gone. Right? May it rest in peace. Uh, but but it, the, the point is, I started looking into this and it's a huge industry. It's a huge beard. industry. Yeah, yeah, there like, is. Beards, what? So like, you know, you could be selling beard oil as an entire business. You could yeah. be selling it. So, so like, I think the point is, well, that there's billions of people in the world as well, like billions. I mean, uh, you, if you want proof that people will put a lot of money down, just search crypto punks. I mean, it's the most mental thing I've ever seen. These little stupid, I, I don't understand this, honestly, little stupid, like pictures of these little characters right and there's people that are paying literally half a million dollars for that stupid little picture on an, what's called an nft let's not get into the technology but it's the point is <laughs> nfts is a great i i think i mean i i'm old school so i'm like if i want to pay something i'm going to pay something on card i don't want something online but yeah it's nft weird. is a great industry that's coming up it's an emerging yes, market certain, certain pieces of it i get but things like that i don't quite get yet i just don't understand it but but here's the thing like just just billions of people there's tons of money going around so just look out there and again if you can't come up with an idea just find uh find an idea that suits your strengths someone's already doing it go and just just go and learn from them if you can i mean you'll be amazed as well like if if there was a service let's just say in your local town or city and you found an entrepreneur in another city way away mm. and they have no interest in coming to your city mm. what would be the problem and then then teaching you how to do that yeah. there'd be no problem you just pay them or you say you know, maybe they want to license it to you, right? There's, there's, there's countless ways. And I think that's the thing when you're, it's always down to a lack of knowledge. And I don't mean that you listening today are like, you know, stupid or something, because you're not, you're listening to this podcast. But I will also tell you that I, when I started, lacked a lot of knowledge. And so you do need to, I talked about producing, but you do need to consume a little bit as well. You need to learn enough to understand business. Yeah. Yes, especially. Yeah. And that's why it's vital to tune into people who've already done it. I'm telling you, if you just if you just did a pre proven process, you just did that as your first business. I believe uh, the the so-called failures in business would be dramatically reduced, because, again, when you look around uh, at at that statistic, you know, nine out of 10 businesses fail Mm -hmm. within the first five years and all that. Well, there's countless businesses that are started up that are that are created, limited companies created in companies Mm -hmm. house. And nothing ever happens. They never trade, but they're counted as closed. So they're a, they're a failure. So actually, most people never really do anything with the company they set up, unfortunately, because again, it comes down to really the competition is weak. And so I would tell you that if you go in and do a pre-proven thing, you get a mentor, I'm not going to say you're guaranteed success, but your success is so much more likely. Yeah, the probability is like- stacked on in your favor. Exactly. So don't wing it. Go and find someone who's already done it and, uh, and and understand that the most boring business ideas can make a ton of money. I, I spoke to a guy at an event in the States 
I was at a number of years ago and he said to me, he was an older guy from Australia and he said something that really hit me. He's like, uh, yeah, all these businesses are flashy and interesting around here. But he's like, but here's the thing. There's a family from Australia. I cannot think of their name to, for the life of me. I'd have mm. to Google it. But they they sell cardboard boxes. That's the business they're in. And they're mm. worth billions, these people, mm. right? Uh, again, not saying get into the cardboard box industry. I'm just saying like, you don't have to do all the flashy things people tell you. I mm. mean, there's just... People have made billions in rubbish collection, you know? Toilet so paper, of all, of all things. It goes on and on. So, like, I think that's the thing. It's just solving the problem. It's it's following those pieces. But a lot of this is uh, to do with how you think about stuff. And I would even just say that I, I see it all the time. There's people out there, right, who actually aren't very intelligent. And sometimes they're the most successful in business. And people laugh at that, but it's actually true. They're not actually smart enough to know what they should and shouldn't do. So they just go and do it. And because they just went and did it, they were more successful. I, I, it was a Steve Martin said, or uh, Woody, uh, Woody Allen or someone said, you know, 90% of success is showing up. Mm. And, and I think that is in some many cases, it's true. Just mm. show, at least show up and do something and you're more likely to succeed. Absolutely. Well, on that note, I'm just going to do a quick recap. So basically the idea that I've got with the, that I've understood from you today is, first of all, have the right mindset. I think that's a prerequisite to anything when you are right. building a, a business. But second one, the shortcut really is get a mentor and um, get a, get a, you know, for a first business, get a business that has a proven process and has worked not just for the, the person teaching, but in a number of other students or for other, other people yep. there. And you know, this works for X, Y, and Z. And if you follow the, the same sort of strategy, the same recipe, you sh- you are not sure to success, but high probability that you will be successful in that business. Plus, you have the mentorship of the individual to actually help you build it up. And I do encourage mentorship a lot. I still, to this day, I don't do, I don't remember somebody was sending me any, you know, so, uh, this is really funny. Uh, I think that, the, and that this is where I think your idea about competition is there isn't very good, okay? I laugh <laughs> at this quite a lot because I, I, everybody, now, when I first started this, nobody was doing money mindset. Now, everywhere I turn, everybody's doing money mindset. I'm like, oh, wonderful. You know, bring it on. I think the more people learn about it, the better. But I don't see many people being very good at it. This money, I'm a money mindset person. And if you know, if you see any of my profiles, anything else, you know, I'm big on mindset. Okay. I always talk about mindset, money mindset specifically. So I had this, this person comment on my IG comment say, I love what you do. You're doing really well for your clients, you know, and I help people like you with their mindset. And I'm like, woman, what? Yeah, so, you know, check out my profile, see if I can help you. I'm like, woman, did you just realize my profile, what I am? I'm a money mindset. And I'm damn good at it. I'd say, hands on, I'm the best when it comes to mindset, especially on money. You're teaching me about mindset? Seriously? Right? Yeah. Unless, you're, unless you're Bob Proctor, unless you're, you know, you know, you're, you know Zig Ziglar or all of that. I'm not interested in learning. I probably can teach you what. what I, I hear you. Yeah. I think that that's a great point, though. Because and, I, I, this is what people are out there like. This is what they're doing. So the, your competition is people like that. If yeah, you set the bar oh, yeah. yourself up high, you're never gonna you're you're, ne- you're never going to be bothered about what everybody else is doing because you don't really care. Like, yeah. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing. As we, I know we're come to the end, but I mean, a, a guy reached out to me. He's a client of ours, right? And he basically came in and he just bought everything that we have, like literally, right? He just bought coaching. He bought everything he could get his hands on, put a lot of money in with us, right? Now, if you do that 
you're going to get my attention because, you know, you're a great client and uh, who the hell is this guy? That's not the only way to get my attention, by the way, but it's one of the ways. So anyway, he um, he did all this and he reaches out, sends me uh, a video and he's like, I believe this will, would be valuable to you for X, Y and Z reasons. Here it is. Feel free to check it out. If it's not suitable, uh, no problem. Sorry for wasting your time, basically. Great video. So I'm like, yeah, this guy is taking the time to, he's giving me money as well. And he's mm-hmm. not, you don't have to always do that, but you know, he has mm-hmm. done this for me. Okay. This guy has got my, really got my attention. So long story short, I get to know him a little bit better as we do more mm-hmm. calls with the team. I hear his name coming up again and again and again. And now I spoke to him the other day and I just said to him, look, we've got to figure out a way to have you do a project for us because you, you're, you're a go, you're going and getting it done mm-hmm. and you are, re, you're thinking. Uh, so I'm literally going to give this guy uh, a, well, I'll, we'll fund the business. He will go and do it. Uh, he said he wants to be an entrepreneur, not an entrepreneur. That's perfect for me. I already know a, a business I can put him into. He can grow for us and we'll fund it. And so what's the point of this? It's to tell you like that there's people like me and others out there mm-hmm. that if you just come and show how good you are, and how much you want something, and you're truly interested in helping them, them as well, and making their lives easier. You're going to get people's attention very quickly, yeah. and 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 there's like there's money out there. I've got money available for great people uh, because why wouldn't I? I mean, mm. money mindset, right? I mean, yeah. why wouldn't I do that? I'm going to multiply the money. Of course, it's not it cost, is, right? Yeah, yeah and if it's a win-win situation. He grows and he makes money and he makes profit for you. I, it's That's a right. win-win situation. The new business we didn't have. And it's yeah. all down to just putting two resources together. And so you listening today, that's another thing you can do as well. I mean, go and uh, be involved, maybe with Ghoul or whatever here and mm-hmm. build Ghoul, a Ghoul a new business, right? Or whatever you want to do. And who knows? Yeah. Like, I mean, but I guarantee if someone came to you, though, with that type of proposal and you it saw, you. yeah, like, oh, okay, that's yeah. sounds interesting. And I would, and I think this is, I think where there's there's such things as angel investors, and that's another field that I'm actually going to go into now, um, in the next couple of years is is it's become an angel investor or you know I don't like the term venture capitalist. I'm not yeah. really care that they 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 sound like a bunch of, you know vultures to me to be honest, and that's the image that pops. <laughs> it doesn't fit. Yeah, so I I, I'm okay. I like the angel investor idea better, and that's probably what I'll I'll I want to create because I want people to have if, they, if the only thing that's stopping them is, is the funding, then I'll yeah. provide the funding, and then they can carry and do the business, and obviously give yeah. back as well to me and i make profit from it plus if it's if it's i'm doing more more so for pro bono kind of things that i want to create a way that people can give it back and then that money can go to other businesses and create other businesses so that's the kind of thing that i'm thinking but there are people like me out there there are people like you out there who are willing to put their money in to support you if you prove that you are worthy of our respect and our trust and that comes with your mindset and your behavior and your actions yeah but don't let in lack of funding stop you in your way of becoming an entrepreneur if you i i really do believe that i don't know if you agree with this Devin. i people are either entrepreneurs or the employees there's no in between i've not met anybody who's in between people who are entrepreneurs who try to be employees are terrible i'm included i'm a, the worst kind of employee ever possible i'm looking back behind something i'm so glad my employers didn't see them my full history they would hate me but i was always performed but i hated my jobs i hated being yeah. an employee and there are employees when you know who try to be entrepreneurs and they fail miserably because they're just in the wrong setting they just cannot hack it at all they have all these creative ideas but those creative ideas can work for other businesses they cannot be business owners they can they can be running the business and they can be great managers they just cannot be business owners so this way 
you have to, you really have to have, you know, swallow the hard pill. You either are an entrepreneur or you're not. It's, I don't think this is, it's a skill maybe you can learn over time, but it takes a long time because you have to be able to deal with the downside, the the, the kind of the the kind of courage you need to have as an entrepreneur is bloody tough. I'll tell you, if I had my time over and I knew what I know now and I had no money, I had no resources, I would go to someone who's already got a successful business and I would find something I can build within there. Yeah. It's the easiest way to, to, to get a start as well. But also, I agree with you. I really do. I've tried to take people who are employees or team members of ours. I've tried to turn them into to entrepreneurs. It, it, it doesn't work. work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. I, and it's a failing of, thing. Yeah, 100%. But, some of, but then they work brilliantly as employees. They are the best managers. They are that's the right. best people to do the intricacies and everything. They just are so brilliant at what they do, but that's their role. And yeah. you can't, it's like taking a triangle, fitting in a circle. It just doesn't work. No, but but equally, I have I have an opinion too. And I actually think that really most of us, you know, having our own business is, it was our way of finding something that we gave us meaning, that we, yeah. we like. Uh, but really, I think most people don't necessarily want their own business. They want to be involved in something that's bigger than themselves yeah. where they can find meaning. And that's what I've found with us. So I've taken people, I tried, we tried to become entrepreneur. Instead, it's like, well, I'll tell you what, stay as a team member here. You're going to get paid your money. Uh, and then let's build this new thing. You can use all the resources that we have here. And then, you know, that wins, you'll get a, you'll get a percentage of the win. And then that way, that person gets to keep that security, which is important to mm-hmm. most people who are employees, yeah. but they also get some of the upside. Now, uh, yeah, I, I take the downside all in, but that's kind of, but I also, I also get a much bigger upside than they do. And that's how it should be. So I think like in closing, mm-hmm. no matter where you are right now, there's opportunity and there yeah. is opportunity right now, uh, whether it's your own business, you're transitioning, whether it's tr- transitioning to a, a new job. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, some like I, I hire people all the time, we've got tons of team members. Uh, so I certainly know what it takes for someone to get hired and, and all of the rest. And I would just tell you, you listening today, it's unreal the amount of opportunity, especially with the internet and what's being created out there. Mm-hmm. But it's actually your responsibility to go and connect those opportunities for yourself and your family mm-hmm. and go make it a reality. And when you do that, keep listening to this podcast, keep learning from Google here, and you can't go wrong. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much, Stephen. So tell us, where can we connect with you? How can we find you on the internet? Yeah, so you can go to marketplacesuperheroes.com. That's certainly the main place. And the other site that we're just starting up soon is sidehustleheroes.com. They're the two main sites you can go and check out. I am looking to build a stevensommers.com. I own the domain, but I have really nothing going on there right now. But one day I'll get around to that. It's more not really about me. It's more about the the, the businesses we're building. But uh, yeah, marketplacesuperheroes.com, sidehustleheroes.com. Both have lots of free uh, information. You can check out YouTube as well. Type in Marketplace Superheroes. There's loads of information out there. And uh, we're going to keep producing more and uh, keep building the impact just like yourself. Thank you so much, Stephen. So the links that Stephen just mentioned, if you listen to this on the podcast, they will be in the show notes. And if you're watching this on YouTube down below, in the description section, we will have Stephen's link there as well. Click it, go and check him out. He is awesome. And then we've just had, I think, probably the longest podcast. We normally keep this between 45 minutes. We've had about 
<laughs> now it's conversation now. But it's been such an entertaining conversation because we can carry on talking about this concept for a long time because I think it's one, it's so important. Two, there are lots of areas that we need to cover. So on that note, Stephen, I think we're going to have to have you back on our Money Talkie segment and ask you to Great. come and talk to us about a different aspect and pick your brains about, about building That's, a more successful business as well. Well, we'll get to do uh, even better because what we'll do is we'll have you over. We've got a show, uh, the Superhero Lifestyle Show, that we're starting to interview people on now. So we'll have to bring you over there as well. Oh, I'd and love then to. We'll get to talk about all your great stuff, which I, I we could talk, we could truly talk about this all day. And I think that uh, when you think about it, your life and my life, you know, certainly for myself, mm. it's taken me about 15 years to really get this stuff. Mm. So it's 15 years of learning, isn't it? And for yeah. you, I'm sure the same. It's you know? more, you know, I started my, my, my personal development journey started when I was 19, when I found I'm dys- dyslexic. I can't even pronounce the word dyslexic. Can, can you imagine? And I am one, right? <laughs> um, I'm severely dyslexic. So that's when I started. And it started from there. And it's I, and I'm 43 now. So it's like, you know, what, what was it, 24 years? Yeah. Um, so 24 years off um, constantly learning. So that's it. I think this is it. And as you learn, you grow. And I think I'm just, yeah. honestly, Stephen, I'm starting, I feel like I'm just at the almost like in kindergarten, like there's so much more for me to learn, you know, there's so much further for me to go. So we're constantly learning, constantly growing. And the best way to actually, the best way to learn a concept is to teach. And that's what we do. That's it. Well, thanks for having me again. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Stephen. So thank you so much for joining me and Stephen today on Money Talkies. I will be back on another segment of Money Talkies with another amazing guest, asking them help. I'm going to ask you for help and picking their brain to help us, me and you, to build a better business. Until the next time we meet, this is Golkan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.